awesome. Yep. Fucked up, yeah. Expiration date, mm-hmm. hindsight, and acceptance. These are five words that my guest today, Wendy Ortiz, describes being over 50 with. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Wendy, and her channel is 50 is a mind. Oh, it yeah. <laughs> yes. Wendy, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Please tell us how this lovely 50 is a mind site, TikTok, Instagram came about. Yeah. So um, I think nobody warns you, and for good reason, what comes. <laughs> I think you're a few years behind me, so you're just entering into that ascension. I am 49. I'm f- I'm feeling a little f- yeah, <laughs> it's getting well, there. She's rocking it out, by the way. But get ready for the real estate show that takes you across the barriers and into the danger zone. That bitch in real estate podcast with your host, Tenacious T. I would tell you that it started, um, you know, as we know, we're so busy with our kids and our careers and our yeah. families and our homes and just going. You mm-hmm. get married, you're 20-something, and then all of a sudden you're 40-something. Yeah. So my my epiphany came begrudgingly when my dad died, and mm-hmm. my, whole, my whole life shifted. And not that I'm any better or any different than anybody else who loses a right. parent. There's never a right time for it. But it was the first close, real experience I'd had with mm-hmm. death. Now, we had lost my brother. There's only four of us in our family. So my right. mother and I are the only two surviving now. Yes. But what kind of started it out was um, all of a sudden I was in charge. I was mm-hmm. the the point person. Yeah. And there's a, I could go in. I could talk about it in depth. But the question is... My mom, who's very attractive and vivacious and beautiful and all the things I wanted for her, I started to Google. Right. And I couldn't find support. I couldn't find singles groups. I couldn't find support that wasn't death and dying. And Sure. But this, like, blooming onion, I would say, or blooming flower, however you want to look at it, started to open up so many things. Right. And I started to really, really see my life for the first time. And I started to see finality. And how old were you when your father died I and when this was happening? 50. Just turned 50. Yeah, okay. it'll be, I'm 55 <laughs> in July. You guys. She looks July. amazing. Thank you. Amazing. Thank yes, you. those arms. And, Premise oh. of you do not have to tuck away and be and, and be invisible after 50. Yes. That's a whole other yes. one. But just so you're 50, 50 years old. Mm-hmm. You've already lost your brother. You've lost your father. Mm-hmm. It's you and your mother. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the f do we do now? Yeah, I mean, that didn't start out like that because once you're hit with that news mm-hmm. and you have to sort of become, you're the counselor, you're yeah. the financial person, you're the caregiver. I, I was a self appointed, there's always a self appointed person in the family, whether yep. it's discussed as a group or not. One person rises to the top as that person. And I yeah. am the. I am the person in my family that makes all the decisions, so yes. I automatically took that as a default position mm-hmm. by my own fault, though I did learn to back off a little bit. Yeah. But it made me start looking at, God, did I see things clearly all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. I mean, and that, you know, aging is aging. That's one thing. You know, we've talked about the yes. physicality and the things you can't yes. control anymore. Um, but just... <laughs> so many things. So many things. Um, <laughs> but there's... 
there's a lot of beauty in in this freedom that I found. And there's a yeah. lot of um, reality in this that I found. So mm-hmm. once my once my flower opened up, it sounds so corny, but it was such <laughs> a process. Um, I looked at my marriage very, very seriously. Yeah. Um, I looked at my relationships with people that had been in my life. Uh, I would say hurting me by my own, mm-hmm. my own allowance, but yes. I didn't really realize it. Yeah. So I started to the people we say n- yes to. Yes. When we, if we stood back, <laughs> we would never say yes to them. Not we anymore. Would, not, anymore. <laughs> not anymore. If we really step back and look yeah. at the benefits, mm-hmm. and and it's not that people should benefit you. It's it's a mutual thing, right? And yes. and when we're able to step back and look at those relationships and be like, what am I doing? And then when you change, people go, "You've changed." Yeah. And I say, "Yep, <laughs> yep, I have changed." And um, you know, there's a beautiful freedom that has come with speaking my truths. Mm-hmm. I still am working on them. I'm not going to say by any yeah. means have I cured all the things that ail me in my heart and soul. But um, I felt like I couldn't have been the only one. Right. I can't be the only one no. that has a beard. I can't be the only one that's, <laughs> you know. plucking those little hairs in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I can't be the only one that is lonely in my marriage at that time. Yeah. Uh, I'm still married, but there were some, definitely some things that I was like, I'm mm-hmm. not doing this mm-hmm. anymore. No. Yeah. Simple. No, it, it it that is so true and I I think you know we want to classically call it the midlife crisis. Sure. But it's it's more than it's not a crisis. It's an evaluation. It's an of, epiphany. Are we satisfied mm-hmm. in where we're going and where we're at right mm-hmm. now? Mm-hmm. And I, I can tell you at my age at 49, I am really sitting there looking at everything with a fine tooth comb. I mean, I was looking at it before, but it's a yeah. fine tooth comb now, and yeah. you're giving I'm, me goosebumps. I'm combing some shit out. Let me tell you, <laughs> it's I happening. I would tell you though. I look. Oh, I got 49 years left of to to yeah. make this right. Yeah. I, I do believe I'm going to live a while. 105. Yes, yeah, make it 105. Not? 104. Why, why not? not? I believe I have a long time left, and I'm gonna I'm gonna live it. Yeah. To its most gusto. And, <laughs> I love it. You know, I I wasn't. Wouldn't say that I wasn't doing that before, but mm-hmm. I wasn't doing that before because I was people pleasing. I was right. um, yes mamming. I was mm-hmm. being, you know, pushed around by the. I was just too nice. Where do you think that comes from? Uh, probably my mother's. My mom's a tough nut. I'm. Yeah. I'm realizing, you know, everything we do. You and I have talked about this mm-hmm. privately. Everything we do comes from our childhood. Everybody, yeah. you hear it's corny. It's true. So one of the things that I've really dove into is is soul searching mm-hmm. and beginning to understand that we were labeled the second we were born. We were labeled by our parents. We were labeled by the world, by our teachers, by our friends. And starting your life off with labels that you haven't even had a chance to accept or explore. Mm-hmm put you into a pattern that if you don't break it, you stay in that. Sure. And a pattern of what's worked. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a cheerleader. I was a professional cheerleader. 
And a few people have pointed out, you smile even through the worst times. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's the training of like keeping your smile on. And when when you're in sales like we are, (laughs) no matter what's going on, you know, you're saying it with a smile. Yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. No problems. Yeah. (laughs) But that's a really poignant statement that you say, because you just become what you're. You're labeled. You're labeled. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you go, well, wait a minute. I don't want that label anymore, right, you know? Right, You start wanting to command your own labels. You do. I heard Isaiah Acosta, wonderful young man, he gave a speech, which is very interesting because he was born without a jaw. So in order to give a speech, he had to record it on a, oh. a little. And that's that was his big lesson is I command my own labels. That's and brilliant. It is. Yeah. And I think as we've reached 50... I'm mm-hmm. commanding my own damn labels. <laughs> well, there's, and I, I have, Kimberly mentioned I'm on a couple different social media platforms yes. that have different uh, demographics. Ooh, hello. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> different demographics. <laughs> we'll to fix that. <laughs> all of them. Yeah. I'll hold it. Um, each demographic on different platforms has a different tonality, a different attitude. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the women that message me privately, you guys, is... It's really interesting. There are some beautiful, beautiful women who are living their best lives yeah. now. Yeah. There's a lot of women who who struggle. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it, we've talked again about being vulnerable, being yeah. your, true to yourself, yeah. and trying not to be something that I am not. So if you follow me on some social media platforms, you may not, but um, I'm pretty raw on there. Very, very raw, very real, very authentic, and mm-hmm. very much in your face about everything that we truly are thinking, but just mm-hmm. not saying. Yeah, which is hard. Going back to yeah, the social some of media. those subjects are are tough for me to mm-hmm. verbalize because I've kept them. We're only as as um, as vibrant as our as our deepest secrets. I yes. suppose I'll say a hundred percent. Right, or yeah. we think nobody else is going through. Mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're going through. And sometimes when I post, I'd be like, oh, and I post it. And even if one person says, wow, yeah. you know, I don't expect there to be a million responses. But if one person says, I have the same thing, yeah, you know. That is that is the beauty of not only sharing your truth, which, it, yes, we have to share our truth, mm-hmm. but it's sharing the ugly. The ugly is what gets us the most healed. Mm-hmm. Because you know? people don't want to talk about the ugly they just think it's all rainbows and butterflies and as we've gotten older there's there's a few more wrinkles in the rainbows and butterflies there really are that and i think you think you're the only one so you're embarrassed yeah and that's not true no it's not true i mean for instance uh let's let's broach the subject of sex so shall we Yeah, yeah absolutely so Again, I'm 49, and I I feel sexy. I feel desirable. I know I don't look the same as I did in my 20s, but in my opinion, I am more f***ing desirable now because I know what I want. I know who I am. But to some people, it's odd for a 49-year-old well, to feel gro- that way. Gross, yeah. right? Oh, gross. Yeah. You know what sexy is? Sexy is here mm-hmm. and here. Mm-hmm. You can meet somebody and they're, like, you can physically go, mm. you ever yeah. get to meet them and you're like, wow, she's yeah. really, she's got a thing or he's got a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, sexy is not what I used to think it was. No. 
Yeah. No, and you're sexy, man. Ah, well, <laughs> yes, you are. I think we're in the same boat because it's not that like I'm, oh, I'm so sexy. It's more like I feel just comfortable. It took me many, many years yeah. to get that way. But it's me not, too. I just think confidence is just grossly sexy. And how do yeah. you think aging has changed that for you? Well, it's a rub. I mean, I, I and sometimes I look in the mirror and go, who is that? <laughs> right. Right. And other times I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I got this today. Yeah. So I, I think, I mean, listen, 49, well, actually I'm 54. So 50 years of looking in the mirror and finding fault yeah. doesn't go away overnight. No. But um, I guess I would say I got tired of feeling bad about my mm-hmm. belly roll. Mm-hmm. You know? I right. Mean, it's the way I was made, you know? What am I going to do about it? Right. I mean. How can I work that little bit of a roll into something that, is a curvy sexual thing, right? Sure. I mean, sure. how do you how do you make it work for you? I don't know. I mean, I think I was, as you were saying that, I would remember remember the store five, seven, and nine. Yes, even in yes. high school, I didn't fit in those yeah. clothes. The five, seven, nine yeah. clothes. Yeah, I, but I was never big. I was never right. a big woman. Um, it, it they never worked for me, and I think right. that always got in my head like, oh God, I'm not a size X. Right. And now I'm like, I don't care. If it's if the label says this, I don't know. I just think I, I got tired of feeling tired. And I I totally agree with that. I think that we're so focused on what we're supposed to look like, which is dictated by the social media of the world, the entertainment of the world, the sure. Hollywood of the world, that we've forgotten what is so beautiful about being an individual. Well, so let's talk about that because yeah. look at people like. I always use J-Lo as an example mm-hmm. of just a woman. People can say, oh, she's got this and personal trainers. Yeah, you know what? She does. She does. But she's redefining what 50 is. Yeah. And I think that's where my my 50s of mine has evolved to mm-hmm. is redefining what is 50. Yeah. It started in heartbreak. It really, mm-hmm. really did. Mm-hmm. And, and But once I went through that, I noticed a lot of people that have podcasts like you have your, your other um, scenarios that you run through your book yes. and things yes. like that. Those were through pain, mm-hmm. and that's helped us heal. You know, there's some of humanity's greatest charitable efforts and things that have been born to help humanity are from its deepest sorrows. Mm-hmm. Our our place of creativity and rebirth is through death and through sorrow. Sure, and I think from what I'm experiencing in my life and what you have experienced. You had to grieve letting go of what you imagined your life was supposed to be and realizing where you were at. Mm-hmm. And, and reality, like a slap, mm-hmm. like, okay. But it started as, now that I look back, it started as me needing to discuss my, my deepest pains. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, people started to come forward. Yeah. And I still have a lot more to say, but now it's emerged to... You don't have to be 50 and be dowdy, and you don't have to be 50. And if you want to go gray, good. That's a huge push right now, too. Mm -hmm. I'm not quite ready for that. Right. But um, me neither. (laughs) Some women it looks really great on. Yes. But you don't have to. You people make, and there are some beautiful comments on Mm -hmm. social media, and there are some pretty. Of course, ones too. of course, there are. And it speaks to that little girl in me that's like, oh, my gosh. Yes. You know, it oh, oh, I'll get a comment. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, it initially I'll be like, ooh, I want to say this back. But then I'm like, there's the power of nice. 
And when you reply in a very positive way, mm-hmm. oh, I know, that's so cringy, right? Peace yeah. be with you. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. They have nothing else to say after that because it's not what they're expecting. And when you do reply as such, mm-hmm. It rolls right off your back. It means nothing anymore. You have to teach me better. Joe Rogan talks about, um, he he says, uh, when haters comment, Joe Rogan's got a, a concept that's uh, uh, post it and ghost it. Yeah. So it gets out of your soul and your head. So if it yeah. does hurt you, post it and ghost it, which I tend to practice. Um, but I have been better about, you know, listen, thanks for trying to kick me down, buddy. But, you know, I I don't even. um, And it's men. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm sorry. It's a lot of the times it is. A lot of the times it is. Yeah. And, you know, I just find that I try to look at myself through their eyes. Maybe they're younger. Maybe they're older. Maybe what I did really made them uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you're right. I probably made you uncomfortable. But you know what? Have a rad day. Yeah. Thank you for replying. Thank you for watching. Whatever it may be. Right. And then it's gone. It's out of my mind. Yeah. And I know that I stepped forward in the right foot. With, with the grace. Right foot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll have to practice that. Yeah. Sometimes it's I fun. throw a few F-bombs at them. <laughs> just because I'm like, how dare... You know, because I'm just trying to put a positive note. Yeah. And um, so I'll have to... Follow. I'm, I'm working on that. So in this... And I think you started a year and a half ago with your 50 as a mind fuck on... TikTok and um, TikTok was an uh, an I almost said an hour ago a year ago. Uh-huh. These kind of comments used to really bother me, but you know what really bothers me now are like when you wear like a really cute like skirt or dress and it's like thin material and you kind of like bend down to do something and it goes like this. That fucking. Um, and then the other was about eighteen months ago. Yeah, you started about, it. Yeah, about and I I need. If you guys do happen to go to my YouTube, it's gotten stagnant. I, it's my fault. But technology's changed a little bit, and mm-hmm. I'm going to be revving that back up and yeah. starting over. And let's blame COVID. We can yes. blame everything yeah. on COVID. <laughs> We're blaming COVID. <laughs> yeah. And that probably was the catalyst, though, was people just getting behind people. But in watching what you do, and, and again, it's it's very in your face, because if you're feeling an emotion at a certain time, and we'll, we'll say you, you're taking care of your mother, and mm-hmm. you're mother can be an asshole you know and and you're just that's part of aging and and we feel in many times especially if we've grown up with a very controlling parent or otherwise sure that uh we find that it can trigger those past events and when you go on and speak about that it's so relatable to so many people out there and you've you've grown because of that they want I want to watch you mm. talk about these things because I don't know anyone else that really is. That's probably going back to the beginning of this conversation. Yeah. I found that there was nothing out there that was that was speaking. It was all like AARP commercials right. for 50-year-olds. I mean, it was right. like, what? Like, I just couldn't find anything. You're 50 t- just to retire. It's over. Yeah. You know, and that's not the case. No. no. I couldn't find anything that was, you know cool and 50 Mm -hmm. and i couldn't find anything that would that was making fun of right what we it's either j-lo and totally Uh hot sexy woman or it's welcome to our our ap you can Uh now wear your little rubber shoes and big slacks (laughs) there's nothing in between (laughs) i mean and really officially it just it just is so antiquated it's Mm -hmm. so antiquated 
Now, I will say there's a huge difference between the West Coast and the Midwest and oh, the East Coast. Oh, interesting. Tell yes. me, tell me. So, I mean, I think it's fair to say that the West Coast, we take care of ourselves a little more physically. Yes. Um, not to say that other Middle America and East We're Coast. We're visually do not. driven on the West Coast. <laughs> Let's just put we it are. that way. We're probably more naked than most. Yes, um, but <laughs> a lot of sunshine. <laughs> there, there are. There's a lot of people that I have to be mindful of. That you know, they'll make comments like, "Why do you care about what you look like?" You know what? I do. Yeah, I'm do. I mean, I do. But it's not because I'm vapid. It's not because I am trying to be something that I'm not. I just do. I would like to live a long, healthy life. Yeah, and. Um, but it kind of speaks to a lot of people don't understand the concept because that's all they know. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping to open up the conversation that if we can get rather. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like yes. I have friends that didn't have O's. G orgasms. Yeah. yeah. So I well, bought let's my, just I talk two about friends. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I bought my friend, two, two of my friends, I bought them something and they like whee yeah i mean I'm there's like, you're gonna toy, see unicorns toys should be a necessary part of if you're in a relationship or not toys should be a necessary part of self-exploration it took me i think i watched my first <laughs> porno <laughs> um i i was always like you know it yeah. just in my head it was you know i don't know i don't know um and i think i was probably about 48 and wow! Like, wow! Really? And I, I was like, "Oh, all right, yeah. I'm liking this." And, yeah, you know, they make it so like opening up those those conversations. Like it's okay. It is okay now. Yeah. It, like anything else, you can become addicted to certain things. So I would say we all should watch a little porn. It's good for you. It gives yeah. you some ideas. It helps sure. you helps you explore how you feel about those things. Yeah. But at the same time, don't let it take over your life or your world. Yeah. Well, like alcohol or food right. or yeah. whatever. And because and, I know there's a big push for that today. It is so healthy for a woman. It's okay. It is. It's, it's, it's okay. healthy. Yeah. It's healthy to, sure. to really be like, especially if you're 50, what do I like now? What do I like to do? What haven't I done? And I'm not saying go be a whore. I'm saying just with no, yourself. No. Figure no, these things no. out with yourself. I heard the best statement the other day um, that really hit me. Yeah. And it said, for many, of, many, many of our lives, for years of our lives, women, sex is done to them, mm -hmm. not yes. for them. And I was like, oh, my God. That sex is done to them, not for them or with them. Yeah. Really. And then now... 50 yeah opens up this like i don't like that i yeah. want to do that let's yeah. try it this way it opens up the conversation to say your truth not yeah. just sexually but you know i just i thought that was such a poignant it statement is. It, it hit is. me anyway i don't know about the ladies who might be watching i i think in general um you know women feel in many ways that we are to be the object of desire that it is our responsibility to ignite desire, to to be the desire for the other person, mm -hmm. when in reality, mm -hmm. we want to take part in our own pleasure. Well, that actually brings up another road to go down where women our age, so when they look <laughs> at men that are 50, yeah. <laughs> they start to turn into overall. They kind of stop taking care of themselves. Yeah. and that's and that's a lot of people. That's just not men. Men and women, yes, um, seem to kind of well, you know, I'm I I've worked hard enough, and I'm gonna start slipping by, and and 
it, you don't want to do that, not just for the looks thing, no, but because right. you want to live to be 104. Yes. You know, don't start letting yourself go now, but there's benefits, like you said. Right. Yeah. People will say, I can't believe you work out like you do. I can't believe you can actually squat down. And I'm like, squat down? <laughs> squat down. What? <laughs> you know, like when you're doing yeah, yoga. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Or whatever. I'm like, you, I, so there is a part of me that is like, wait, you can't everybody do that? Right. So, I mean, I might be living in a little bit of a bubble, but there is a piece. So for women, I'll say women and men our age, mm-hmm. they look at people that are, like if you're dating. Yes. Of course, I'm married, but, um, and the dating pool, mm-hmm. and then you do want someone that's taking care of themselves. Right, right. Let's, let's just say, let's just say neither one of us were married. Right. And, you know, I'm 49, you're 54. We're going to be looking at the same guys, and when we're looking at those guys and we take care of ourselves, I I want someone that takes care of themselves too. It's slim out there. For, it is. Or they're grumpy. Yeah, set in their ways. And not yeah. to say that I'm not grumpy and set in my ways, but I, I, I think women like us who really desire to have a full life mm-hmm. are looking for that inside ourselves first. I think that is, I, I know you, I'm sure you know women that say, I don't, like if they've lost their husbands, mm-hmm. I'm getting to that age where women are starting to lose their husbands. Yeah. And s- several of them are having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> but a couple <laughs> yes. of them are like, I don't want, I don't want to be a caregiver. I don't yeah. want to take care. I don't want to do that again. They want to have fun. They want yeah. a partner. Mm-hmm. They're they're ready to start or an adventure. Partners. Yeah, or, or multiple. Yes, there's those ones I've too. I've several friends doing yeah. that, and I think that's brilliant. Yeah, I do too. Because again, it is self exploration, and if you haven't done that by the time you're fifty. You're gonna you're gonna get that slam wake up call uh-huh. that says hello. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> what do you want out of life? And don't let it be. I'm 50. I'm gonna stop right here. I'm not gonna care anymore. That's right. the problem. Right. Is right. people stop caring? I think they feel like they've they just become stagnant. Not everybody. Not I everybody. See some really great, vivacious, awesome yeah. people and. Um, you know, the answer has got to be, yes, I'll try it. Yes, I'll mm-hmm. do that. And mm-hmm. So let's go back to if we were both single, yes. <laughs> what age group would you date? It, it, they I'm would have to, to be around. at the very youngest, late, late 30s, okay. late, late 30s. I, no offense if those those ladies, those men that like the younger ones, right. I feel like I'm talking to my son's friend. It feels strange to me. I want to see some aging. I want to see some maturity. I want to see experience mm-hmm. on that face because I'm intellectually stimulated mm-hmm. above and beyond anything else. Right. And a child isn't going to do that for me. A 20-something isn't going to do that for me. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I want the experienced person. How about you? I would say, uh, it's really funny on my social media. It's very <laughs> interesting. I get a lot of mid and late 20-year-olds. Wow. Uh, yeah, I know. It surprises yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. But I would say probably late 30s, I probably more to mid 40s, and that's it. Would I you, would you dip into the 20s just for a second? Yep. <laughs> I love yes, it. Oh my God, that's awesome. If I could, I would. Oh, that's so awesome. Well, I mean, well, you heard it. She's married, but we'll yeah. let you know if that changes. <laughs> uh, I say yes to, you know, yes. Yeah. I mean, to trying new vacations, yeah. trying new foods. Uh, <laughs> what, what is that movie um, back? Oh, uh, Stella. Stella got a groove back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That does embrace and accompany 
50. Yeah. Whether you're married or not. Yeah, I I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I I do. And, you know, even me, uh, I've been married for, well, gosh, I've been with my husband for 21 years. But Mm -hmm. there is that times where you just, you know what, I got to hunker down. I got to re reevaluate where I'm at. I got to figure out who I am again. Mm -hmm. And it is because of that, that 50 mark. You're right. It, it, it's a mind because of what your body's doing. Sure. But it's more of a mind fuck because you're starting to realize that mm, half your life is gone. Mm -hmm. And is this, is this where I want to be? Yeah. Yeah. Think about this too. Professionally, let's pretend you're 49 Mm -hmm. or 54 and you go, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. What are you going to do? <laughs> there's that. <laughs> Where, I mean, prof- that there's, so of the of the spokes in the wheel, there was professionally, mm-hmm. uh, maritally, yeah. sexually, mm-hmm. physically, mm-hmm. Um, emotionally, yeah. past pains, kids moving out, yeah. parents passing away. Yeah. Um, All happens right at the 50s. Right at the same time. In yeah. fact, I posted, if you guys are on Instagram, for It's 50s and on Instagram, my friend, um, in the course of November to February. And there's an awesome picture of her posted right now. I don't know if you saw it. She was playing I, I pickleball. Know, I, I, I haven't. Yeah. I'll have to read and it. And she is like, we go out and men are like, you. Because she's, oh. she's, got, that, she's <laughs> yeah. got that thing. She's come into her own. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it just, we were Love there it. together yesterday and she said, oh, no, I'm 15 pounds overweight. I go, it don't matter. It, <laughs> it don't d- matter. They love her. But in the course from November to February, her husband said, I want a divorce. Wow. Um, both of her kids moved away. Her mother was in a home living in a very small town in the Midwest. We had to move her mom out of her uh, independent to the dependent living, as yeah. it were, or dependent living. Her husband uh, put the house in the market, said, "Wow, we're selling it. And she was like... So she's had her house, her husband, her kids, and her parent all taken away from her, basically, at yes. the same time. Yes. And uh, she, I went to go see her in February, and I was worried about her. I thought she was going to have a breakdown. Oh, I could feel that. Yeah, I, yeah. I would be, for sure. Yeah. Um, she, she, her husband, she feels was, the, is, was the love of her life, mm-hmm. and he was not, he was not a good husband, but now we're here, she's been here since January, so that was... In November, yes. Then he filed. He he pulled that. Everything happened mm-hmm. in February. Then by January of this year, she was here back in Arizona, where I we were, grew up together, and she is living her very best life. Love it. She's a quintessential example of what can happen. I did see you post. She's living her best life. Yes. Yeah. She's living her best life. And I tend to agree with you. And I think that's why your channel is so relevant because, again, you don't see women of your age talking about living their best life. You know, they all say that, you know, you what is it? Beauty is wasted on the youth and, and oh, if I only knew then what I know now. But what's wrong with f***ing knowing it right now? Implementing what yeah. you're knowing now. I mean, you're not dead. No, you're I mean, not dead. Not, not even close. No. You know, you... You feel differently, mm-hmm. sure, mm-hmm. but that's a good thing. Because if I go back and think about the way I felt at 25 compared to the way I feel now, I don't want to go back there. I would, nope. if I could have the knowledge, obviously, this is the oldest adage, I'm sure, in the world. Yeah. If I knew 
than what I know now. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah. Look yeah. out. But but that's not that's just not how it works. No. And, and it's, that's f***ed up. Yeah. But if you look at even in history, the the leaders, the queens, the the empresses, you know, mm-hmm. all of those ones who are who changed their community, who led with love and mm-hmm. and who led with power, they were not young. They were mature. Because mm. they had lived their life. That's a great point. And that's when they stepped into their power mm-hmm. and continued to build it. The historical figures were matriarchs and queens and leaders in their later years. You know what? You just said something that's so powerful, stepping into your power. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I've heard it before, but for some reason today, it hit me. I didn't really understand it for a while, you know, I, when I was trying to figure out, you know, however you want to look at that. I'm a little bit of a woo-woo. I think we all know that. You know, what is power, especially to a woman? And we'll take the WAP movement, right? Absolutely. They, they you know, in case we'll bleep this, wet ass <clears throat> And it's figurative. That, it really it, is it's, figurative. It's figurative, but the young people take it to a literal level instead of the actual power of a woman which in I my opinion yeah well it's not only the pop but it's it's still maintaining the mystery of a woman too mm-hmm. the power of a woman is being able to command a room without saying a word because she's confident she's wise and she knows who she is oh for sure. and that goes back to what we were talking about mm-hmm. maybe that's calling stepping it sexy, into your power stepping in your power and that encompasses sexy Ever, confident everything mm-hmm. i mean it is it, that's a powerful place yeah it and is. i just want to slap myself for not <laughs> learning it earlier i don't but i i think we wouldn't have understood it earlier we would have taken it to the level that the young people like i said see today they think it's skin is the power they think that uh the physicality the physicality only? the youth the the perfection mm-hmm. is power and it's not it's the bottom part of the totem pole you know it's funny that you say that because i look at um the kardashian girls mm-hmm. were all beautiful it, mm-hmm. before they had and i think to myself like and i talk a lot on my on my platforms about aging naturally yes. i do I, you guys i've we've talked about this before i do botox right here because i'm a, I'm, I'm I a do frowner botox. Good and bad. i do yeah. some filler for these lines i'm yeah. gonna need a little something something later but anyway no, she doesn't. <laughs> not yet but i don't really do much and i think these these young ladies are gonna have a rough time aging because it is yes. no joke i mean the ugh. one thing that we had going for us is we embraced exactly what we looked like and still embrace what we look like. I don't think we knew any better. uh, And and it wasn't, again, the social media forcing the perfection upon the youth. And what's more beautiful than anything is individuality. What makes you stand apart from everyone else? Why do you want to look like everyone else? Mm -hmm. And part of that is also embracing what age does to a body, to a face in a beautiful way. Because guess what? It is. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. You can oh, run, yes. but you cannot hide. <laughs> no, you cannot. Yeah, and the the more you step into the power of embracing yourself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the more confidence and ability that you have in the I long think people run. might go, oh, it's easy for you to do. Because listen, I know that I'm not an unattractive person. No, yeah. You, you I, have the benefit of being a beautiful woman. Well, thank you. But, you know, I have, my, I have just as many insecurities as mm-hmm. you may 
the guy in the room. I, who oh, yeah. knows? You know, it's easy to look at somebody and go, oh, it's easy for you. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. it is not. No, it's not. No. It is not. I I say the same thing. You know, there's mornings that I wake up and I'll look in the mirror and I'll be like, what is happening mm-hmm. to my face? What? Mm-hmm. Who is that? Just like you said. Mm-hmm. Some days I really don't recognize myself, but then I really have to look in my eyes and be like, there you are. Yep. There you are. Yep. You're there. Yeah. Let's... Let's get going now. Let's yeah. pick ourselves back up. Put them in. Yeah. Yeah. I said to a friend of mine on the way over here, I said, oh, I'm, I have makeup on today. I'm going to do videos. <laughs> yes. But um, it's something that um, it's it's a daily conversation that, again, is not. it's been there for 54 mm-hmm. years. So it's, mm-hmm. I have to catch myself. Yeah. I think you said you're woo-woo. I'm definitely a big um, – <laughs> yes. I'm trying to – when I catch myself cutting myself down, which is an easy place for me to go. Yeah. It's an easy, it's my default, mm-hmm. and I try to not do that. Because I would never, I would never say to you, oh, you're fat. Right, yeah. But I'd say it to myself. Of course. Oh, your jowls are sagging. And and sometimes I try to think of that actually as my ego. Because it, it, it is my it ego. Is. My ego. I, I look at myself and I'll say, oh my God, look at that. Your your butt is getting jiggly. What is happening to your butt? You know, that's that's all your ego. And ego is not necessarily a bad It's word. not. It's but not. it can be. Yeah. So if you allow the ego to bring you down, it can be. If you allow the ego to be like, damn, you looking good, girlfriend. Yeah. Then that's that's the good part. Yeah. 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 It's it, it's a I just, you know, if people listen to this or even see my social media, you know, you and I both know there's what's the perception. Mm-hmm. You know, I want so badly to say I have the same demons on the inside oh, yeah. as anyone, but it's a work in progress. And I think mm-hmm. that the podcast is is evolving and I'm hoping to discuss yes. like a different subject matter that people are talking about behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Like, God, my mom is an asshole or, yeah. or you know, I, I, whatever, whatever the subject matter is. Bring it out in the open. Not all of us are built to be able to take on the obligations and care for the parent. You know, there there is that part of us that feels so obligated in so many ways with our children, with our spouses, with with our parent. It's time for us to be selfish. Well, let's go back to that because I feel like I'm a little exhausted. (laughs) There's that too. (laughs) There's that too. After my dad died, uh, I think probably the two Christmases after, I was like, I'm not putting the tree up. I don't Mm -hmm. care anymore. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that I was in a, I may have been in a depression, but I had worked so hard, you know, Easter Bunny, Santa Claus, all these things. And I was like, I don't want to do it. I'm back to that and back to doing all that now. But I am exhausted. And it's okay. It's okay mm-hmm. to say I'm I'm tired. I'm not gonna do it anymore. Yeah. I, I need I need a break. Right. And like right. you were saying earlier, what if you get to this point at fifty and you don't wanna do that job anymore and you don't wanna be that person anymore. It's scary though. It's, it, a scary it's scary, prospect. but it's okay to reinvent yourself too. To mm-hmm. go through that midlife movement. Right. And reinvent yourself. So like even talking about it and people saying, I hate my job yeah. at 50 um, or whatever, 40, mm-hmm. let's say 45, 50, whatever it is. But then you have, like my husband works for a um, municipality. Mm-hmm. I won't mention it. And he really is, has not, well, and yours does too, I believe. Yeah. So mine <clears throat> does not love his job, but he's yeah. almost to retirement. So he's... Sticking through it. Sticking through. Sticking through, and he's almost there. But 
like I would rather eat a human shit. Than, right. Me too. Then, you know, but that's not cutting down what he no, did. No, no. Great benefits. Um, but it's okay to say. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people would, oh, I would never say that. I, right. I you know, no, I'm going to stick it through. You know what? If you are at a point where it's you are miserable or you just want to give it up and start over so you can find out where your joy is, that's mm-hmm. okay. It's right. okay. Right. Make sure you know how to feed yourself and, <laughs> you yeah, know, get that waitress job if that's what you have to do. But yeah. it, it, it is okay to say this sucks or I need to change this. It sure. is. And it's, that's a scary process, mm-hmm. you know. It is. And you work like let's say, what, 30 years to get mm-hmm. to a place in your job. And yeah. so anybody, if I, that may bring up some, you know, some comments, but it's not meant to be like, oh, you know, lighthearted comment, like just no, switch jobs. No, no, I mean, you, you're going to want to think about it. But, sure. but it's normal to have all of that come up, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't coming up before. As you reach this point in your life, it's going to come up. Sure. And in many different ways, job, like you said, sex, body image, all of that. It's Marriage, going to come up. Uh, parents. Yeah. I mean, like, I would say to you, like, if, let's just use my mom as an example because we talked about her too, that, like, now I'm finally saying, don't talk like that. Right. I never said that in all these years. It right. sounds so dumb. What is it when they say you treat, you teach people how to treat how you? How to treat you, yeah. And I think to myself, I- I'm so nice, though. I mean, why would yeah. somebody anybody in my life and i have a few mm-hmm. that have chosen to be you know tough on me verbally yeah i like huh so now yeah. i'm finally saying no exactly with love peace and love yeah not doing that just just like the comments yes oh. so instead of F- you for saying that i understand where you're coming from peace be with you block that i've been block, block. <laughs> yeah, yeah block for sure yeah. <laughs> but it, it's we now have to be the same way in our real life. I understand where you're coming from, mm-hmm. but you can't talk to me that way. Peace be with you. Yeah. Do it again, and you're blocked. I mean, that's mm-hmm. literally how I look at life. Right. It's it's no. I don't have time to waste on the other stuff. Your Instagram's pretty good following. Do you have a yes. lot of comments? I'm sure. <clears throat> you know, it's. I do get that question a lot. Mm-hmm. So. I am one of those older women who embraces her sexuality and expresses it because I feel like it. That's who I am. Wait, hold on. Yes. She, you guys, (laughs) you do, but on camera, you're like, you're an alter ego. We've talked Mm -hmm. about that. Tenacious T. We both alter ego. Yeah. um, And we can't help it. No. You literally, if there was a camera at my house, what you see, like I'll sing a song and I'll dance to it. And you're you're kind of the same way. So... There's a certain vibe, though, that I put into everything I do. But you can't help it. It just oozes out of you. But at the same time, when I film it or when I post it, I'm posting it in the mindset of positivity. And I'm finding that what I get back, only about 2% are creepers or rude comments. Seriously, only about 2%. And everybody's got an opinion Uh and whatever Uh that looks like. And, And the point of that is... If you really feel strongly about expressing yourself in a certain way, 
Do it when you're feeling your utmost joy or happiness. Or one big fat glass of wine. Yes, (laughs) because when you go to post it, Mm -hmm. it will be posted in that vibration and Mm -hmm. it will not attract the wrong people. It's so funny that you say that because if I, one of the platforms, I feel the urge to push content on yeah. it to gain it, it's a different if you guys are not on it it, it won't make sense but um I, when i try too hard it doesn't work burgers yeah, and yeah when i have an organic like i have one mm-hmm. that went to i think it's at 1.4 million views wow but it was a super organic piece yeah yeah and i thought so i like you can feel it when you're in that zone you feel it and you're like ooh, ooh, this is a good one yeah, yeah. it's almost like sex it's yeah, good yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah you can feel that it's gonna be it's going to hit a nerve. Yeah, it's, it's going to resonate for people. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's when you know you've got the right message, yes. regardless of what it is. It could be as simple as about a dog or as important about uh, aging. If you right. feel it and it feels good and you post it, mm-hmm. that's, that's who you want to be. There's actually another side of posting because I have a, a client of mine is like, what social media is so <laughs> and a lot of people think social media is, I love social media yeah. I love yeah, watching yeah, yeah. my friends and their grandchildren yeah. and I love touch I love it's the fun brilliance and the the creativity on mm-hmm. there but um I have a client he just he thinks this is the dumbest thing in the world and I go that's but when I put a thought out I'm emptying I'm mm-hmm. emptying what's filling me up like for me he's like why do you enjoy it I said it just makes me it's, feel good. Oh, yes. More of that, please. Stay tuned for part two, Wendy Ortiz and the famous questions.